What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of 101 Sports and Cards. As always, I'm Nathan Holloway, and with me, Jared Dresch. What's up? So we're going to start out in the NFL. A lot of news in the NFL with the trade deadline, but first we're going to recap Week 8. So the Ravens down the Bucks 27-22 to on Thursday Night Football. The Buccaneers are terrible. That's about all I'm going to say. And they also made zero deals at the trade deadline. The Broncos get a very important win over the Jags in London, basically because Trevor Lawrence blew the game because he had two interceptions. Uh, the Falcons beat the Panthers in overtime, and they moved into first in the NFC South, just like everybody would have thought. The bad thing is the Panthers are only two games back of the Falcons for first, and they've traded away all their good players, and they're starting their third-string quarterback, who is better than their first and second-string quarterback, yeah. who were both top-five draft picks. The other one, they signed from the XFL who played for our St. Louis Battlehawks. Hey, by the way, the XFL is officially back next Don't year. Kill. I would not be going to watch it. You're not going to go to a Battlehawks game with me? I'm not gonna Dude, be, I even got a Battlehawks shirt. I'm not going to be one of like 15 fans, though. And actually get a lot. Maybe The Rock will be down there since he owns it. Or maybe I can just not go and not waste my money. Okay, whatever. The Cowboys blew out the Bears 49-29. to The Vikings down the Cardinals to move to 6-1. and They also made a big trade at the deadline. The Eagles beat the Steelers to stay undefeated. It's not that hard to beat the Steelers, though. The 49ers blew out the Rams behind Christian McCaffrey's rush, receiving, and passing touchdown. He was the first person to do this since 2005 and led Danian Tomlinson. So he joined some pretty elite company. The Seahawks took down the Giants 27-13. to The Bills, uh, I, I'm going to say, the Bills blew out the Packers 27-17. It, it shouldn't have been that close. It really shouldn't have. The Bengals got blown out by the Browns on Monday Night Football. At least uh, Peyton and Eli were fun to watch on Halloween because this game was terrible. Moving on to the trade deadline. After I go through these, if you want to say anything about them, I know you're going to say one because one of your favorite players to your favorite team um but after this i want you to tell me what is the best trade that happened so one of the first trades that happened the day before the deadline the ravens got roquan smith from the bears for a second and fifth round pick who's that just the guy that leads that has led the league in tackle since he got drafted so he's, he's one of the best linebackers he is the best linebacker in the game besides tj Watt. i i love this for the ravens i think the ravens should have went out and got a wide receiver though they need defense, too, though. The Lions traded for TJ Hawkinson. The Lions traded TJ Hawkinson to the Vikings for a second and third round pick. The Vikings also get a fourth round pick from the Lions. A very cheap deal for one of the best tight ends in the league. And the Vikings needed that because Irv Smith Jr. is now out uh, for who knows how long with a ankle injury. The Bears added Chase Claypool. They sent the Steelers a second round pick. I don't know what Pittsburgh's doing. By the way, the Packers did not make a trade. They also had a deal in place with the Steelers for Chase Claypool. They were going to send a second-round pick, but, of course, the Bears' second-round pick was going to be higher than the Packers, at least the Steelers thought, although the Bears might be better than the Packers right now. The Dolphins got Bradley Chubb from the Broncos for a first, fourth, and fifth-round pick. They also uh, traded away Chase Edmonds. But they instead, they got Jeff Wilson Jr. from the 49ers for a fifth-round pick. So, the Dolphins have turned the picks that they got from San Francisco, because when San Francisco traded up to get Trey Lance, from them first-round picks, pretty solid player. Bradley Chubb, one of the best linebackers in the game. Jalen Waddell, who they drafted. Pretty good receiver. And Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Pretty good three players that they completely just smoked the 49ers with, because Trey Lance hasn't even played a whole half of a season. 
I mean, I'm still a Trey Lance lover, but the Dolphins, they, they got a lot better. The Jaguars got Calvin Ridley from the Falcons for a fourth and a fifth round pick. This is the most underrated deal, in my opinion. I know Calvin Ridley used to spend the rest of the year because he bet on his own team. Why you bet on the Falcons, I still don't know. But you get one of the best. You look back before Calvin Ridley was suspended and when he actually played. He's good. He was one of the best receivers in the league, and all you had to do was give up a fourth and a fifth. I mean, the Jaguars, they have enough draft picks. And this finally gives Trevor Lawrence a solid number one wide receiver, which he needs. Because you don't have one right now. The Bills got Naeem Hines from the Colts in exchange for Zach Moss and a sixth-round pick. I do like Zach Moss going to Indianapolis. And I also like Naeem Hines going to Buffalo, which was the best trade. I'm going with the Bills because Claypool is a really good receiver, and they don't have one. Just think if they were able to keep Allen Robinson and then have them too. I mean, the Bears... I mean, you've seen the last few weeks, Justin Fields has looked great. They're finally utilizing play play options, everything like that, and the RPOs. Yes, and that's that's the one thing he didn't have. His leading receiver was Darnell Mooney, who's been inconsistent this year. Other than that, the second guy, it was either Equinamius St. Brown or Austin Pettis. Austin Pettis is still in the league? It's some Pettis. I don't know. Some Pettis, dude. Uh, yeah, but that's the best trade, I think. But personally, the best trade, in my opinion, is the TJ Hawkinson one. I was going to go with that as the best trade. I don't know why the Lions did it. I really don't. TJ Hawkinson still signed through, I believe, next year. Why would you trade in division? I mean, you know the Lions are going to be bad. But they, they have such a good young group. I mean, if they're able, they're going to be able to get a quarterback in the draft. Yeah. Because they're going to have a top pick. So Jerry Goff's going to be on his way out unless they just decide to screw up. The draft. The Lions. Um, but why why would you not keep him? I mean, you you already have Amonra St. Brown, who's one of the best receivers in the league. Then you had Hawkinson, and then on the other side you have DJ Shark if he can actually play a game and not be hurt. So I mean th- them are three good receivers. Plus this draft is gonna be loaded with receivers. If you're able to get a quarterback, their offensive line has been a lot better, of course, with the addition of Penai Sewell last year, who's one of the best tackles in the league like I said he would be I said he'd be a future Hall of Famer first ballot because I love Penny Sewell but uh because you know I gotta give love to the big guys but that is not my number one trade you going Calvin Ridley no my number one trade is the Dolphins you get Bradley Chubb yeah you had to give up a first round pick you still have a first round still because you didn't too. even you didn't even have to get rid of yours and you get rid of Chase Edmonds you're able to bring in Jeff Wilson for one Chase Edmonds you clear a crap ton of cap space he was supposed to be the lead back by himself he got replaced by Raheem Mostert now you add Jeff Wilson Jr. and Raheem Mostert back as the one and two just like they were in San Francisco a few years ago and you also get Bradley Chubb who is one of the best linebackers and the Dolphins don't really have good linebackers yeah they have J1 Phillips who was in his second year he's been solid and now you add that this Dolphins defense was already good this just makes them better who was the loser at the trade deadline the loser the loser of teams that did not make a trade I'm gonna go Chiefs they traded away a safety to the Falcons they did get Kadarius Tony from the Giants but I'm also gonna say your Packers I'm going it's a toss-up between Green Bay and uh Tampa Bay, but at least Tampa has solid receivers. So they just don't know how to work with Tom right now for some reason. Uh, Green Bay is the biggest loser. There were two teams that needed wide receivers that did not get a wide receiver, and it was Green Bay 
in Baltimore. But at least the Ravens got a great defensive player. What do the Packers do? What they always do. Nothing. Sit back, did nothing. Uh, they were in the sweepstakes for Chase Claypool. Weren't able to get him. Instead, the Bears got one. Got him. You look at the Vikings. Top one. Like who are multiple the, Chase Claypool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You got uh, the Vikings, who are the best team in the division by far, and you see them get one of the best tight ends in the league. You could have went out. You could have got TJ Hawkinson. I mean, you get two. You have two tight ends. You get Tanya. You already have Tunyon. Then you can get Hawkinson. They need another tight end. No, you don't do it. You were in the running to get Brandon Cooks, and then you decide, oh, we can't afford him because our quarterback makes too much money because he's freaking stupid and demands all this money. So that they can't sign anybody, because God forbid if he cannot, if he could actually think about the team and not himself for once in his life. But then he'll just continue to bitch about the team and how he doesn't have any help or anything else. But really, it's his fault. That's my rant. The Packers were the biggest loser at the deadline. Ain't they always though? I hope we don't make the playoffs so that we get a top pick. Just start tanking. Somebody please come in and just like knock Rodgers out or something so Jordan Love can play and then just tank so we can get a top pick. And then finally do something in the draft. We're on a week nine. I have five matchups that are somewhat solid. First one, we're not going to talk about Thursday night football tomorrow because it is the Eagles and some other team. I don't even, I don't even remember who it was. It's going to be a terrible game. But Philadelphia is going to be on fire tomorrow because if the... Just think that the Phillies could clinch tomorrow, yeah. and if the Eagles win and stay undefeated, there's not going to be Philadelphia is not going to be left. It's going to be burned to the ground. But my first matchup: Chargers and Falcons. I'm going go Falcons. I'm going Chargers. I believe they were able to use this bye week to get some things figured out. Hopefully, Keenan Allen is finally healthy. It only took him nine weeks to get over a hamstring injury. For the Falcons, I would pick the Falcons if Cordero Patterson was back. He was designated to return to practice. He is not fully off the IR. He is not playing in the game. So, uh, Algier will still be the lead runner. I'm going to go with Chargers. Bills and Jets. The only loss for the Bills this season is against the Dolphins. Can they beat the Jets, who are also a very good team in that division? Yeah. Yes? Yeah. I'm going to say no. Jets bounced back last week. They lost to the Patriots. Zach Wilson looked terrible. They had two touchdowns, also threw three interceptions. I'm saying Zach Wilson turns it around this week, and they beat the Bills and give the Bills their second in-division loss. Seahawks court. Seahawks. I'm also going Seahawks. Rams, Buccaneers. Rams. A game that should have been a lot better. I'm going Bucks. It, the final score might be three to nothing. <laughs> Titans and Chiefs. The Titans start off 0-2. They're now 5-2. The Chiefs are the same. Chiefs. I'm also going Chiefs. Uh, I would have picked the Titans if I knew who was starting at quarterback for them, if it was either Tannehill or Malik Willis, because Malik Willis got his first career start last week, and they didn't even use him. He had 66 passing yards, because uh, you don't really need to use your run your quarterback when your running back, Derrick Henry, runs all over the Texans for 219 yards. On to the association. We're gonna start off. The Bucks are still undefeated. Are they the best team? No. Yes, they are. They're doing this without Chris Middleton. Giannis is the MVP right now. They are the best team, and they're doing it without their second best player, Chris Middleton. By the way, ESPN did a MVP race thing. They have three players in the top ten from the Bucks, and it is Giannis, Drew Holiday, and Brooke Lopez. My God, if Brooke Lopez wins MVP, there's a problem. <laughs> With this league. 
<laughs> no offense to Brooke Lopez. I love Brooke Lopez, but wow. The Suns still lead the West. Uh, now into the more controversial news. The Nets fired head coach Steve Nash. Finally, it took them long enough. They are expected to hire Ime Udoka from the Celtics. Celtics said they would grant him permission to seek another job. Of course, he is still suspended the whole year. So he's going to be the man. Well, right now it is uh, Jacques Vaughn. Actually, I don't I don't know if he's still going to be suspended. Because didn't the Celtics suspend him? Uh-huh. Like the NBA didn't suspend him. Yeah. So I guess he could go in and just start coaching. I guess. And I, I feel bad for Ime. I would not have taken this job. Yeah. He's uh, the, not going to do any battle. The Nets are... Not help. There's no help there. Kevin Durant, you can clearly see he doesn't want to be there. Ben Simmons sucks. Uh, he decided to go into his best, get into his best suit last night and sit the bench. And uh, Kyrie is uh, and some deep crap. Yeah, Kyrie should be suspended. My Spurs, we've been great this year. But what's not good is that Josh Primo, the last year's number twelve overall pick, was cut. By San Antonio after reports of him exposing himself to women working within the organization. Primo, you're 19. You have so much potential, and you do this stupid thing. Teams are still looking to sign him, um, as long as they can figure out what is actually going on. I know he has a court date tomorrow, in which uh, there is supposed to be... He, he has the same lawyer... As Deshaun Watson, would you sign Primo? Would I for the Celtics? Would you, as a GM, take a chance on Josh Primo? Yeah. I would, too. Um, I hope he gets signed. Uh, I wasn't the biggest fan of us drafting him. We could have gotten other players like Trey Mann, Alperin Sangoon, Herbert Jones. But so we took him. But still very young, still very talented player. And uh, who knows? These accusations could be false. Cause, That's what uh, happens. You um, get money. Yeah. Out of baseball, the Phillies took a two-to-one series lead last night over the Astros in the World Series. Of course, they won seven to nothing, hit five home runs. It was basically a home run derby yeah. against uh, Lance McCores. Of course, my boy Bryce, his first home run of the World Series. So, game four is tonight. Game five is tomorrow. Game six is Saturday. Game seven is Sunday. If them two games are necessary, do you? Are you still picking the Astros? Mm-hmm. How many games? It's going to go seven. I, I'm changing. I'm changing. I'm going off in on Phillies. My boy Bryce, he can see it. He can see the World Series. He can see the trophy. He's going to get it done. And they're going to win in five games tomorrow. So you win tonight and tomorrow? Yes. You know who they're facing tonight? Christian Javier. Why are the Astros using like four pitchers? And Because uh, Aaron Noah starting for the Phillies. Hopefully he doesn't do what he did in game one and give up five earned runs, but he is a lot better at home. Uh, Gold Glove winners, I want your opinion on these. Cause, yeah. AL, pitcher Shane Bieber. Catcher Jose Trevino. First base Vlad. Second base Andres Jimenez. Third base Ramon Urias. Shortstop rookie Jeremy Pena. Left field rookie Stephen Kwan. Center field Miles Straw. So that's three Guardian players. And then right field was... Kyle Tucker. Do you agree with them? Uh, not Pena, because he is not that good defensively. Who should have won it? I don't fucking know. I just know he shouldn't have won it. How about the NL? Pitcher Max Fried. Catcher JT Romuto. First base Christian Walker. Didn't even know he still played. Second base Brendan Rodgers. Third base for the 10th straight season. Nolan Arenado. Shortstop Dansby Swanson. 
Left field, Ian Happ. Center field, Trent Grisham. I have a problem with this. Should have been Victor Robles. Screw Actually, you, Trent. Should have been Michael Harris. Well, Michael Harris wasn't even in the running. Should have been. My house is a defensive beast. And right field, Mookie Betts. Yeah. And you agree with all these? Definitely with the Mookie one. But no, not the center field. I think it should have been Michael Harris, even though he didn't play the whole year. I was surprised at Ian Happ. Yeah. Got it. Like, I don't look at Ian Happ and see him as a good defender. Yeah. Like, I don't look at him and see him as anything anymore. Yeah. Christian Walker didn't know he still played. Brendan Rodgers, who? Who was Brendan Rodgers? He was in the same draft as Dansby. He was a second overall pick, I think. Who's he even played for? The Rockies. He sucked. That's, for a, a long time. that's the only good thing the Rockies have. Yeah. Unless you count Chris Bryant. All right, college football. So the first college football playoff rankings were reliefs. Do you agree with this list? Number one is Tennessee. Number two is Ohio State. Number three is Georgia. Number four is Clemson. Five is Michigan. Six is Alabama. Would you change any of them? I'd switch Michigan and Alabama. You're saying Alabama is better than Michigan. Yeah. I'm switching Michigan and Clemson. How Clemson got in over Michigan is amazing. More than likely it won't stay that way because Clemson plays Notre Dame this week and Notre Dame just sucks. No, they beat down Syracuse. And Clemson barely beat Syracuse. I put Michigan over. Last week, uh, Ohio State defeated number 13 Penn State 44-31. It was a close game until the fourth quarter. And uh, number 9 Oklahoma State was shut out. This is the largest shutout of a top 10 team ever. They were shut out by 22 Kansas State, 48 to nothing. So good job, OK State. Week 10, we're going to start out with the, not the biggest game, because the biggest game is, oh my gosh, the second biggest game. Number 6, Alabama. Number 10, LSU. LSU. Alabama. The biggest game of the week, and this is going to have huge implications on the before-mentioned college football playoff rankings. Number 1, Tennessee, traveling to number 3, Georgia. Tennessee. I'm also going Tennessee. Hendon Hooker is going to prove why he is the Heisman frontrunner in this game. It's going to be interesting to see what happens to both of these games because, for one, if Alabama loses to LSU, they're done. You can count them out. No two-loss two team is going to make it to the college football yeah, playoff. Yeah, they will. They'll let they Alabama won't. in. No, they won't. Uh, Tennessee and Georgia – of course, this could end up being the SEC championship. So, College basketball starts next Monday. Let's go. We're going to go to the SIUE game mm-hmm. next Monday. Uh, they're playing a team that I've never heard of, and on ESPN, they don't even have a logo, but watch them lose to them because SIUE is just terrible. We got another sport. Cena's Power won the Bermuda Championship, and the uh, OHL Classic is this weekend. We're going to get into NASCAR. Right now, Christopher Bell once again in a must-win situation. He won to advance to the championship four, but nobody cares. Nobody cares about that because the best thing that happened in this race was Ross Chastain with an absolutely amazing move that you can't. People were calling it video game moves. Uh, one of the drivers, I believe it was Ryan Priest, tried it on a NASCAR ignition, and apparently the wall can just come out and make you spin out. So uh, you can't even do it in a video game. Uh, that is the fastest lap ever at Martinsville. Uh, that is the fastest uh, lap, like lap time, and also the miles per hour, yeah. uh, which he was over 100, and the next base was like 90. Is it one of the, if not the best move? Because it, it is the best move I've ever seen. Talking like all racing? In NASCAR. Oh. It's the best move I've ever seen. That I've watched, yeah. And of course, he gets in. So Phoenix is this weekend. We're going to go through 
the truck series, Xfinity series, and Cup series. Give our predictions. So the truck series. I haven't paid attention to the truck series all year. I believe Zane Smith's the best driver right now. But championship four is Ty Majeski, Zane Smith, Ben Rhodes, and Chandler Smith. Who wins the championship? I'm going Ben Rhodes. So you're going back-to-back, Ben Rhodes. Yes. I'm going Zane Smith. Xfinity, Gregson, Gibbs, Josh Berry, Justin Noah Noah Gregson's going to take somebody out for the win because he always does it now. Talking about taking somebody out, uh, Ty Gibbs won last week because he took out his own teammate yeah. who needed to win to get in. Um, that is, I was going to pick Ty Gibbs to win, but I think it'd be hilarious. Oh, he's gonna if he was revenge. If he was battling Brandon Jones on the line, if I'm Brandon Jones I'm and I'm in second, out. and I, I don't give a crap that it's for the championship, guess what? He's not with Joe Gibbs racing next year because he's moving to Junior Motorsports. I'd take him out. And I would not care. Ty Gibbs is just a little you-know-what right now. I like Ty Gibbs. Uh, He needs to mature a lot, um, especially if he's going to make the move to Cup next year. I'm also going to go no drinks. Uh, Cup, Chase Elliott, Joey Logano, Ross Chastain, and Christopher Bell. I know you're picking Logano. Because I I picked him at the very beginning of this whole thing. Uh, You know, uh, Kevin Harvick still has a chance. Oh, he has not. kidding. I am picking Ross Chastain. I've been behind Ross all year. I am picking Chastain. The final order will be Chastain, Bell, Logano, Elliott. As long as Ch- I don't care who, like I, I despise Logano on the track. As long as Chase Elliott doesn't win the championship, I'll be happy. Yeah. And uh, F1 Max Verstappen won the Mexican Grand Prix. Of course he did. Uh, he broke the record for most wins in a season. Uh, you can go ahead and put two more. On the card, uh, November 13th and a week after that in the final two races. So, yeah. It's not even worth talking about F1. That's all I have. Do you have anything else? No. Okay. So, enjoy this great weekend of baseball. World Series is going to be coming to an end. We will recap it next week. And uh, possibly look at free agents because, you know, free agency is just around the corner. There's a lot of free agents. By the way... Pujols did officially retire, uh, him and his uh, illegal bat. Um, did you hear about that? You didn't hear about that? It was conked. What? Was it conked or something? No, he... So, remember when, in like 2010-ish, when they brought in a bat like that you have to use? Well, Pujols, they grandfathered his in. And it was actually an illegal bat, like, this whole time. And uh, he gave one to Martin Maldonado in the World Series. And they took it away from him. Because it was illegal. So, um, yeah. Pool's been using an illegal bat. Uh, Adam Wainwright is back. And uh, Nolan Arenado is resigning. He is opting in instead of opting out. I was very surprised. So enjoy the World Series. Enjoy a great weekend of college football and pro football. Hopefully uh, your team's trades that happened. Of course, it was the most trades on trade deadline day 10. The most in like 50 years. Hopefully, they all work out for you. Of course, it won't work out for my team because we didn't make a trade. Enjoy a NASCAR NASCAR championship weekend. It's nothing better. It'd only be better if it wasn't in Phoenix. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening. As always, come back here next week. Peace.